Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. What's up, everybody? What's up, monkeys? Welcome. This is a review of one of the biggest movies of the summer and one of the maybe the best sequels ever. We will be talking about Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. <laughs> no, I kid, because there's no fucking way. <laughs> it's going to be... This is the most adorable Snark Monkey podcast review ever because it's me and the wife and the kid... Talking about Mission Impossible Fallout. Here we go. It is I, Larry Morgan, your genial host of Snark Monkey along with uh, a, a two previous guests on the Snark Monkey podcast at various times, my lovely wife, Sharla. Hello. <laughs> and, and my lovely son, Alexander. Uh, hello. <laughs> okay. And this is clearly a huge mistake. <laughs> but uh, here we go, everybody. Happy, uh, happy Snark Monkey. Happy oh, Snark oh, Monkey. Oh, click, yeah. We're clinking. Yeah, we are. We're this, Colonel. We're Colonel Clinking. This is a <laughs> this is a cocktail hour uh, edition of the Snark late Mon- night Snark Monkey. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Snark Monkey after hours. <laughs> and tonight, because here's what's so adorable at that about this, since we actually saw Mission Impossible Fallout as a family, I thought we would review it as a family. And also, what's interesting about this is that it spans so many generations. I mean, clearly. Most people know that Mission Impossible, the film series, is based up on a television series from the late 60s, early 70s. Sounds right to me. Uh, you, yeah, it was, uh, it was around for a little while, had a regular, uh, re- ever-changing cast anchored by Peter Graves, who was always kind of the, the head guy who received the secret mission Right on the, uh, you know, they do uh, actually a lot of great throwbacks to the original series, and we can talk about this in the review of uh, the one we're coming up with. But even for the film series, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the very first Mission Impossible came out in 1996. Yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. Yeah. Actually, I can fact check you this whole time. So you were actually five years old, Alex. So you probably I don't even know if I you- loved it. <laughs> Have you ever seen the first Mission Impossible? Um, I think so. I think I think that was one of those films that like uh, one of my friends' dad had on, and then he was like, "Boys, boys, check this out," you know. And we sort of right uh, saw a movie we probably shouldn't have seen at that age. Yeah. But it has become a little bit of a tradition for us because I believe we've seen now the last three: mm-hmm. uh, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and now Fallout. I think we've seen together as a family. That's right. Because it's been kind of summertime viewing. I remember seeing the third one, too, Mission Impossible 3, with at least one of you. I'm not sure. Probably Dad. Uh, probably Dad. Or maybe we saw that one all together. We I might have. That was my... I remember that being my real, like, first 
jump into the series yeah. and actually like following, like tracking everything. Now, Charlotte, because we'll get onto this movie in a second, but as far as the series goes, you've actually gravitated to wanting to see these when it, they come out, and you are not necessarily like a big action chase scene kind of fan. You don't gravitate to that. So why, what is it, what is it about this series or maybe the last few movie, movies in particular? Is it the cruise factor? Is it that you had a good time somewhere in the middle there and you thought they would live up to it? You know, honestly, I've never thought about it until you just asked me, but I think it's honestly Tom Cruise, the cruise factor, as you put it, just like with, with the Bournes stuff it was was all about matt, matt damon, damon. And, and it's not about me being like a, a huge fan of either one of those actors necessarily like having to go see other films that they've done but i just love them i love how they embody these characters and so then i can look the other way with with the stuff that i would normally not gravitate toward like the you're not a gratuitous big, violence yeah you're not a big <laughs> you're not a big I mean, you've actually watched some an, an pretty extended, intense stuff. In extended freaking chase scenes. What is it about that? I mean, oh my God. Yeah, so you, many extended chase scenes. Yeah, you tend to start and always to, a motorcycle involved. You always, always tend to glaze over when, when somebody either gets in a car or gets on a motorcycle. But uh, <laughs> yeah. uh but I go I go potty. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say the though movies. <laughs> clearly the this series has been highly success, successful they keep making them and i think tom cruise is a factor because there is something about his persona even though he's got there is this mixed persona because there is a little bit of baggage that comes with tom cruise because of the scientology thing and he's kind of an odd person in person you know when you see him in interviews and he's had i don't not any sort of scandalous private life because he he's even though it's been pretty well known he keeps himself pretty closed off from the media for the most part. Right. And he's just this kind of his, you see interviews with him and he's kind of a automaton. I mean, he's kind of just in, in auto mode a little mm -hmm. bit. I don't think he's doing those anymore though. He's not doing as much press. He's not doing the Oprah or, you That's know, true. The jumping on the couch. Well, and I'm all. sure his PR people were like, please stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> please, please. Be, so, yeah. Never do that again. Yeah. Well, that's because in this day and age, it, that immediately becomes a meme and Tom Cruise. Yeah. It does. Now, having said that, I think we can also point to the fact that Tom Cruise has done some really genuine, uh, good dramatic work. I mean, I think we can point out, I mean, even when he was really younger, born yeah. on the 4th of July, he got a ton of attention for. Yep. I thought he was solid in Rain Man. I, I thought he was more watchable than Dustin Hoffman was. Yeah, in a way, actually, yeah. And the supporting roles he's done in everything from Magnolia in particular, which was, I think, a character that was very unlikable and just mm. like, like insanely over the top yeah. in terms of this misogynist, like, just horrible character. Uh, as well as Tropic Thunder, where yeah. he's the network, the which he the, the he nailed as one of one of my favorite performances of of that whole film. Yeah, but but let's get back to the the cruise meme comment. Yeah, <laughs> I think there should be a meme of Tom running like his running <laughs> sequence where he's running uh, sprinting full force. Sprinting, yeah, because yeah. honestly, you got to give the guy credit. This is the first film I've seen him in. And I, I don't see a lot of Tom Cruise films, but this is the first time I remember seeing him and looking and looking at him and going, "Oh wow, he's he's getting older. Yeah, this guy's getting older. But he's still running. Oh no, he looks. That's off. my point. I mean, I was so impressed, and I and and you can't double that. Not that he has a body double, because we all know he never has. No, he of course he does. People do his stunts, oh, okay. but he well. but he makes a big deal about especially the last three movies. I think because he's aging. I think mm -hmm. they've gone out of, out of their way to to point yeah. out. 
And part of it is because they make for really effective on-screen moments. I mean, I think the stuff, like in particular the last movie, Rogue Nation, where he's clinging to the side of the plane, and he actually was clinging well, to the side cling- of the plane. Yeah, every, every, every... He's clinging on everything. He's, he clings to something every movie. <laughs> but they certainly are more effective moments, the fact that we can clearly see that they're not CGI moments, that yeah. they're not like background um, and in this one, I guess the the big deal was the the parachuting sequence. Let's t- let's talk about Fallout. So um, let's just do a very quick capsule kind of what you think thing because this movie comes in with a lot of pre hype, not from the studio as much as from people who were literally saying it might be the best of the series, that it could be one of the best action movies ever. I mean. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I think, still has it somewhere at like 98% or something. Um, I'll, I'll just go first and say, I thought it was really solid. I'm going to bring up some, you know, picky points that I have about it. But... Uh, no spoilers! No, uh, no yeah. definitely spoilers. I don't know. <laughs> Certainly spoilers. I don't know. I don't know if I can spoil this movie. Yeah, it's hard to remember. Yeah, what yeah. Okay. That's, seriously. That's, I mean, seriously. I mean, I'm, well, I'm, I don't think we need to go out of our way to, to mention who... Turns on who because everyone turns on everyone, and then that person turns on the who they turn on. If we could use an analogy here, it would be it's mask taking off mask taking (laughs) off mask. Oh, and then they're taking off a mask. But there aren't even that many masks. Stop. You're talking about no. I'm talking about metaphorical. Well, what's so funny is that it was Jim Carrey the whole time, and he was wearing all the masks. So, Mission Impossible Fallout, here's, uh, uh, let's just say, what did you think? I mean, do you want to give it a grade? you want to see what you, let's start with Alex. I, I'm, I'm exactly with you. I think it was really entertaining. It was solid. It was, one minor tangent I want to make is that it looks like other than the past two films, this has been directed by someone different every time. No. No? No. Oh, the last two, yes. 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 The, the last, last two, two was the same. It was Christopher, was Macquarie. it? Macquarie. Macquarie. Yeah. And then, he, were, he, were, he worked with on the Jack Reacher movie. So something I want to break down at some point if you're Ooh, down. those are good. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, those are good. But it, like what makes a Mission Impossible movie a Mission Impossible movie? Yeah. And for me, this was like they were trying to hit every single tick box of what makes a Mission mm-hmm. Impossible movie right. a Mission mm-hmm. Impossible mm-hmm. movie. And I can't even necessarily define more than, that. More than once. Yeah, more than once. Uh, but I, I remember personally, I remember liking Rogue Nation a little bit better than this one. And I don't, I, I, tr- I have to formulate a little bit more about why. But it, it, this movie was just so convoluted at times, and yeah. some of the writing felt really um, uh, stale. Some of the dialogue felt mm-hmm. very like, um, I don't know. It just it yeah. just felt a little stale to me. Okay, well let's get further into that after we talk just about general generally, but but Excellent. but favorable for the most part in terms of a good like popcorn. I had a great movie. time, yeah. absolutely. I had almost threw up and there was a lot of vertigo, but I had a great time. Yeah, that, which is a good <laughs> sign for an action movie. Like, True. The last three have had moments like that for me, and I think we saw. Uh, Ghost Pro- Protocol in IMAX, didn't we? I think so. <laughs> and that almost literally made me heave. That's the like building running. Yeah, the, or climbing. yeah that was the building climbing yeah. one. Yeah, Charlotte. Okay, uh, just real quick. You mean just like a quick? What do I think? Yeah. Um, I would just like to see, and I think this is a female perspective. I would love to see one of these films be brave, even if it's like even the Bourne movies. Where you don't have to have it so formula. Let's take out maybe just one extended chase scene there, you know, with the cars and the in the motor. Uh, you know, honestly, I would have been so riveted by a really cool 
dialogue between Alec Baldwin and 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 Tom Cruise's character. Anything. I mean, I I don't even know what I'm talking about, but I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, let's be brave and and make it more feminine, just a little bit. I think it would really maybe bring more people in. I want to see more of that. I want the action too. That's totally why I'm why I'm there too. But I would love to see it just a little more nuanced there. Yeah. I, so, yeah, I liked it, but it, I think it could have been better. I think, you know, it's interesting you say that because there are actually more female characters in this. Than, no, it's not about the ratio no, between male and female no, characters. No, but yeah. I'm saying that, that there are some there are some high-profile kind of strong women in True, this. True, yeah, and really good, too. But um, I think the kind of movie you're talking about, <laughs> to say it would draw, bring more people in when we're, I mean... It made a crap load of money oh, right. this weekend. That, yeah. I mean, it is it is playing to its audience. Yeah. Uh, let me respond to some of the things you said. I would try and go through the general plot of this. Uh, I just don't know exactly <laughs> how to do it. Oh, my God. I mean, this oh, is no. really double crosses on top of double crosses. Yeah. And this kind of uh, doubles and triples down on the fact that the IMF, the Impossible Mission Force, is kind of this black ops you know section of the american government that does the stuff no other you know that cia and fbi can't or whatever and and they're under the gun from angela bassett and and then there are you know fbi people or cia henry cavill is a cia guy Mm -hmm. is that right and he's sent to be part of the team but basically just to kind of keep them on track or to kill somebody if they have to i mean the the i mean do you want to go before we learn things or or like the core i don't even think it matters it's like uh, he's an assassin he's a hired assassin that's supposed to pose as a csi guy yeah or csi (laughs) csi that's right and then garrison he shows up and (laughs) wasn't that wasn't that a spoiler already though telling him that I don't think so. Oh, okay. I, I I mean, it's it really all makes no sense anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's that's the, the the plot. Frankly, is not why anybody's going to one of these movies. Right. Uh, it, it is too bad that it's a little too convoluted because there is a point at which you're not sure. Uh, this is a a problem I have with say a lot of superhero movies, especially like some of the Joel Schumacher Batman movies, where you have too many bad guys. Right. It's like we actually have. Like, the main reason for this involves plutonium that's going to make nuclear bombs that could threaten the world. That's kind of standard, but that's kind of the thing I want. The Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, Yeah. you want want the mission to be fairly clear. And to me, the mission, and you've got an asset. Now, here's one of my first problems with this, is that it's been a while since we've seen the last (laughs) couple of movies. So... Uh, I mean, Alex, you and I spent, I think you and mom also did because you were in between us. Yeah. You and I were going, did, did Michelle Monaghan die? Did she did, 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 did the wife die? Was it like, what happened? And the, and the assassin lady or the, you know, the, the, you know, kick-ass lady is she, she was a love interest, right? But she, she was part of the team once before. Is she not now? I mean, they literally needed a last time on Mission Impossible yeah, 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 preview yeah. because they really don't over explain that to you or we just needed to look at the last one before we went to see well i wish i had known that or i would have read a synopsis i mean there's always going to be a little connectivity because we do have some of the same team back we've got uh ving rames Mm -hmm. who's great we've got simon Pegg, who's back um and i i'm so happy they've kept that core group together was angela bassett in the the other ones i because she was so damn good. I mean, she that, must have been in the last one, right? I, I think, think she maybe, maybe was in the last. It felt it was <laughs> yeah. so seamless bringing her in. I think it must she must have been. She was see, and that was the other thing. I thought she should have been in so much more of the film because she was. I don't know. Agreed. Hands right? Down. Yeah, Hands yeah. 
Well, yeah. I bet she's going to be, if you know what I mean, because she's a major character. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, the point is, we, it, we're already a little lost because we start the movie with a flashback right. that um, shows uh, Tom Cruise's character, uh, Ethan Hunt, and uh, Michelle Monaghan's character, name completely forgotten, having a ceremony, and uh, clearly they're no longer together. But that was the biggest question mark that hung over the movie well into a like hour two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but but look, I, again, I I don't know that it bothered me that much. Other than no. I I wish I had, yeah, was a little more up to speed. Way. It doesn't get in the way. Yeah. yeah. As far as the core group goes, I will reemphasize. I love that they've kept that basic trio together. I think Likewise. they found a, a good combination in those guys. Me too. Yeah. I like it. Uh, in, in reference to the script you were talking about, Alex, and feeling like some of the dialogue was a little stale, I mean, I, the, the strange thing for me, and even to Mom's point about uh, wishing there were extended scenes of dialogue, uh, there were some of those, too. I thought there were, I thought this was a really uneven script, because I thought there were things that were really standard and trite, and then I thought there, some, there were some things that were really clever that I liked. And, I'll, and I'll, the first thing that I liked, and you talked about ticking off the boxes, I kind of liked the fact that they did reach back to the original s- series, the TV series. Uh, they did some fan service there, especially there's an opening scene that I don't want to spoil just in case um, people want to see it. But they use a device in the very beginning to fool someone that is very similar to the kind of thing they did in in the series. Ah, uh, yes, 60s. yes, and and the yeah, involving uh, a, a TV news broadcast. Yeah, I loved that that moment. I, I think that was the that's a that complete was, throwback to the old series, and that was one of my favorite moments. And that's when I thought, like, ah, yes, and that was the first it, it, like bubble of like this is a Mission Impossible film. Yes, and and that's something I don't think they've done in all the movies. I mean, the very first Mission Impossible was a clear reference to what the series was. Yeah, I think they lost their way in, in like the John Woo movie I think was number two the movie became less about the team which I think is really important yeah and it became like American James Bond where it was just well isn't that how it started or am I uh, do I m- misunderstand the well it kind of the first movie kind of started that way because his original team gets all killed off right, and, he had, right. and, he, and yeah. he's all by himself yeah, yeah. but there but mm-hmm. but he kind of Re, has to rebuild and kind of come back. Right. But yeah, he he kind of turned into like a James American James Bond to me where he just had to kind of or or even like a a Bourne movie. Basically yes. it was Tom Cruise as Bourne. Um so I do like the fact that they are relying on kind of teamwork for this that it's not just him out on his own um even though he kind of, you know, still kind of drives the narrative of the story. Yeah. And and it does so really well. Let's let's give a, you know, props where they to cruise yeah he just i can't imagine anybody else doing it as well you know let's can't. go back to his age because you and i actually had the conversation before this movie came out of how much longer can he do this and it was around the time i mean there's been a lot of publicity about the fact that one of the big stunts in the movie which is a stunt he did uh was a leap across a building he actually I don't know if he broke his ankle, but he severely hurt his ankle. I'm not surprised. And they kept 13 leaps in this film. And they kept the shot, 
the actual shot where he hurt himself, they actually kept it in the wow. movie because you see him limp. Away I know from which the one bill. it was. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly which one it was. So there was a big deal about the fact that, and and you know, a lot of people were like, "Well, that's Tom Cruise slowing down." But you and I, honey, no. had this conversation about how much longer can he kind of? He's so effing impressive. I mean, he <laughs> honestly, we should all be. How old is Tom Cruise? He's fifty-six. Okay, so everyone at fifty-six should be. It, it, he's he's amazing. He's an amazing shape. It's, 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 it is inspiring. Man or woman, we all want to be in that type of physical condition. And also just the spirit he brings to the, the this role every single time, whether it's a bad Mission Impossible or not. You know, you got to give this guy credit for for really, he just brings it every time. I wonder if, having said that, I wonder if there is an element in this movie of him... They're not going out of their way to point out his age by any means, but did he seem a little, the character, did Uh he seem a little more vulnerable in this one because he wasn't 30-something? Do you know what I mean? I think so. And that's that's one thing that I I disagree with, and this is the part that I feel is the most stale about the dialogue. Everything sentimental felt totally fake to me uh-huh. to, felt totally like not quite there in terms of the relation relationships like the old relationships and, yeah and just like the past that they've lived and like yeah, i the things right. and, and i mean of, maybe i'm not no, right no, no no i think well no i mean but, i agree with you I yeah agree with you but i i i feel i i don't know i thought i thought every time that they slowed down to try and have like character connection i just a part of me felt like it was a little a little forced or just a little bit like uh peanut butter you know those, like a little, those you know, there's one. There's one exception, and I probably shouldn't give it away. No, but, that's right. but but there's there's a moment where, and it was almost comical because we've always we've all heard about how Tom is driving down the freeway and sees someone in distress and then like helps them, and they they live as opposed to die because Tom Cruise happened to be on the 101 driving <laughs> south. But <laughs> but there's a, there's actually a moment in the film where he helps a police officer who is just. Haplessly, yep, this right. moment bugged the crap. Really? Out of me. Yes. Now, see, I thought that was a genuine moment. Uh, between interesting. You I did it. not. I oh my it. god! See, you this hated it. Now, I hated it. Our perspectives on that are different. Oh, interesting. I, I thought, thought it was the most unnecessary moment in the film. Okay. okay. It was so. I I, no, but, I disagree but, because we needed to know that this this character. We needed to be reminded his fatal flaw. To someone like Bassett, is that he and his best and his best attribute, according to and others. his best. Well, and, and actually, actually, Bassett says that at some at one point she contradicts herself and says that's his best attribute. Well, too. she said it was both. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. he that he cares about humanity. He cares yeah. about millions, empathy as as much as he cares about yeah. the one. They yeah. pursue this whole thing where. Uh, CIA guy is like trying to convince everyone else that that Tom Cruise might actually be. Uh, can we talk spoilery? Is this fine? He, that he might actually be uh, the like crazy like like, like unethical. Yeah, he's killer. the Kaiser Soze of this movie, and that would have been an excellent yeah. moment for him to actually have to uh, to do that to then like actually to then convince. Not just the audience, but everyone else in the room that right. maybe that that's the yeah. case. Yeah. Right. You know, I thought that they missed an opportunity there, and it felt. Yeah, it also right. felt like. And I don't want to get super social justice warrior about this, but it kind of felt like almost <laughs> sexualized in a way. 
like the woman dying, like this really attractive Italian woman dying against the car, being like, "Thank God, like you're the last person I get." To, like, like I know you're bad, but like you were trying to do something good for me. Uh, I'm dead. It's like, interesting. It, I didn't read it that way. At I, all. I, maybe I'm just hypersensitive to it, but it felt yeah. it felt a little dated. No, listen, I, seriously, if it I was, thought it worked as a good moment of tension. I, I I didn't think of it in terms of what you were saying. And the tension I, was great. The res, the resolution of it, I thought was was dumb. Yeah, okay. but personally, personally, no, that's all right. Yeah. Well, uh, here here's one of the things I'll make the point. This is a little film nerdy about me, but uh, Christopher McQuarrie, who wrote and directed, he he has done some really good work, but he wrote The Usual Suspects. That was his very first movie. Yeah. And that is a movie entirely – this is no spoiler to anybody who's seen it because it's been around forever. <laughs> that movie is entirely based upon deception. Yeah. And it's one of the things that people tout that movie is one of their favorite – was one of the best movies of all time. It is, to me, a a a – just a big F you to the viewer because you spend two hours being invested in this like intricate story only, only to learn spoiler alert (laughs) that it's all a lie, that every piece of it is a lie. And to me, that's not a story worth, (laughs) worth telling. That's a fuck you to the audience at the end. Yeah. And, 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 and not in a good way. All the work they've done is for not. Right. And, in a way, I feel like he's still doing that. Like he's trying to kind of, all these kind of trickaroonies through this out this movie is the mm. thing that bothers me the <laughs> yeah. most. Me I too. Mean, there was, I mean, there was some stale dialogue. I also yeah. think the movie could have been. I think they missed a lot of opportunity to be funnier. Yeah, I felt what, like especially with Peg. I mean, he had a couple, but yeah, not, I mean, they, not as many. As they usual. had some yeah. good. I, I think there's an expectation now because, and I, and I hate to say it, but I think because of some of the mar- well, the way that some of the Marvel superhero movies are written. Uh, that they're they're yeah. they're forcing the moment. They're very funny and, in that. in the midst of some of these action movies. Yeah. And you've got these great personalities, Simon Pegg in particular, mm. who has you see him doing business that mm. you feel like as an actor mm. he made a moment funnier. But he's not given the dialogue. No, of, the opportunity. There's a sh- like. there's an opportunity for a much sharper right. moment, which really Agreed. lightens between some of the. I mean, I have to say. Uh, there's always violence in these movies there are a lot of just outright deaths in front of our eyes in this movie like really tough deaths a lot of people die in this one and I don't think I remember it being so explicit in the past Mm -hmm. you feel a little distant from it we see a lot of people die close up in this movie Tom Cruise after like trying to save millions of lives throws two dudes out of a helicopter yeah yeah. You know, now clearly in the moment he knows who, you know, he separates right. the wheat of from course, the chaff. Of course. Chaff. Chaff? No, he's it's chafing chaff. himself, but it's the wheat yeah. from the chaff. Well, the way he was running, that, <laughs> he may, was have been, that may have why he missed he that last chafing. leap. He, but wait, <laughs> the thigh gap is not as gappy here's, as he here's used to be. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Yes. This goes back to, you know, we wish Angela had maybe more moments. And, you, and you do. This, this is clear. Or just, all right. I think you guys were just saying this. No, no, so no. This I, is I'm yes anding you here. Okay, great. The, if it was more character driven, it would have been better. But this is an action film. Yeah. So they only have so many minutes and as it was, the movie was super long. And so if they if they're following a formula, there's no room for the the character arc. And it would have just here's the irony. It would be so much better with the character arc cuz I, I think those moments that you were saying weren't genuine Alex would have been if they would have had if it would have been written in the screenplay, the director would have worked with them in the moment on the scene. 
all of these actors would have ris- risen to the occasion if they would have just if it, if it was part of the, the the written word. I think we're all saying the same thing, just yeah, in a different are. way. Totally. I, I I don't know that they needed more character development scenes, but they definitely need better character they development needed scenes. They need a better arcs. Yeah, I think. As far as the action goes, and That's I know right. you've already mentioned that, you know the car chase stuff. One thing I immediately thought of was. How has I, I think you said Italian? They were in Paris most of the time, weren't they? Weren't they in France? Yeah, most yeah. of the time. Oh, it yeah. Was in um, I, I might have misspoke. Um, the, how has I do think they used uh, Paris locations better than I've seen yeah. an action movie used in a long time. Usually, yes. it's establishing shots, and you never that see them. Roof scene. How did they find? I, I would have loved to have been in a location scout. Yeah. It's like yeah. okay, we need a roof. That goes on forever. That has a seam in the middle of it. This concrete that yeah. Tom Cruise can run down like a catwalk <laughs> yeah. for like fifteen freaking minutes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It was, no, I think. How do you find that? Also, yeah. I think that scene was in Italy because that was the whole Basilica oh, situation, okay. right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? Because they did Paris and they did. Yeah, they yeah go, they go, okay, that's Rome. right. Okay, they but Rome, but yeah. I think you're right. They stab the way they established these these like they didn't do like the like the whole panorama and then it has like the little, little ticker text at the bottom yeah. going like <laughs> Rome they they set these really beautiful establishing oh, yeah. shots from like yeah. the perspective of the people like right. cinematography wise this thing is like gorgeous and, yeah. and, and setting it up from like a place of like the character looking up at things and like having everything feel bigger than Agreed. you right like they, they don't beautiful. do these like giant wide shots a lot I mean they do a couple times but even when he's running like you're always with him you're always in the perspective and like seeing Rome and Paris from the pedestrian point of view is gorgeous yeah, yeah. I, I will point out the as far as the action goes, and there is a lot of it in this, I do think there were some really standout things. But it, like it sometimes happens, to me, some of the best stuff came too early. And that yeah, and, and the big and the big like the big helicopter set piece at the end it was fun is effective for that moment. Mm-hmm. But I thought, well, one, I mentioned the locations because in particular, I wanted to say why. Why is I why have we never seen you I know you weren't real happy with the motorcycle, you know, chasing kind of thing, but how have we never seen somebody use the roundabout around the Arc de Triomphe and going the wrong way? I how have exactly. we never seen that before? <laughs> yeah. I think there was a Cary Grant movie a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Um really early on there is a scene with Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill and the actor who was playing well, in a bathroom, basically. There was a fight oh, scene in a bathroom. I loved and that, that hand to hand. That is one of the best hand to hand fight scenes I've ever seen. Dude, and talk about character yeah. development through physical action. Like the difference oh, between yeah. Tom Cruise's fighting and uh, what's the actor? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's fighting. Superman? Yeah, it's like such a different. Superman with a mustache? Superman with a mustache. <laughs> that, 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 that dreaded mustache. Like, he's a boxer, and Tom Cruise yeah, knows kung fu, no, you know? No, and you can right. see the difference yeah. in, like, their physicality so about it. So good. And yeah. that scene came so early in the movie, and we didn't get... And it was one of the best shot hand-to-hand. Yeah, the first half hand of the movie was actually better than the second. I think maybe the first half yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, also, and, and that opening sequence that I talked about, that... that we we got you kind of scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's beginning. the highlight of the film, in my opinion. That yeah. was such an effective moment, and I went ah! after yeah. it had, like was yeah. revealed. Like it was so so satisfying. So yeah. so it, it feels a little imbalanced that they they had to get bigger and they had to get more intense. I mean, I don't need to see another scene with a bomb ticking down and 
I'm sorry, we're going to spoil it big time now, but saving the world from nuclear annihilation with one, one second, second left. They even reference it themselves. They're like, they're like, how much time do we have? He's like, the usual. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like, like, fuck you, every film yeah. we ever <laughs> We're sorry. doing Can we curse again. on your podcast? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it was a nod to, yeah, we're doing this again, but it works. It was a nod to... <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't know how to do podcasts, people. I don't put my face in that. You're doing so well. <laughs> You're doing right. great. Well, let's wrap things up here because I think people get uh, the general idea. And look, anything we say is not going to matter, other than people on the fence. But I will say that it's certainly worthy of the series because these are so far, and and maybe with a couple of exceptions, I would have some qualms with uh, especially Mission Impossible 2, I think, yeah. and, and 3 to a certain extent. But the last three are have been solid action entertainment movies. Totally. At, at, at pl- with everybody at the top of their game and and the the technology of what they're doing and the, and Tom Cruise in terms of of how he has personified this character, as you said, Charlotte, right. I think top notch. But but this is probably one of the weaker scripts. I don't necessarily agree with some of the assessment out there that it is the best of the series. I no, certainly don't think, no, I don't think it's so. overall one of the best action movies, quote, all time, even though some of the action sequences are top-notch mm-hmm. yeah, right That element is like, you, I mean, we never had any criticism about any of those scenes. Like, they were so good. No, only that, well, this, this is just me, is that it could have been pared down a little bit, because yeah. there actually was more than one. And I think yeah. pared down is exactly the, the phrase I'd use for a lot of my qualms, because I, I yeah. mostly talked pretty negatively, but I really enjoyed the movie, and I would recommend people seeing oh, it. as did I. But, I. I loved it. But I think, and it, but one of my favorite parts about these types of films are the the ability for the audience to kind of be in on the switcheroos and like kind of maybe be able to guess, in, never totally get it, but like have an inkling about how they can like they can see the the, the trajectory of all the yeah the, the, going. the joy in actually uh, it, for me is oh i know it's coming i know yep. it's coming there it is and then be surprised then, by something that i didn't expect but then what this yeah, film did is they had exactly. two people waiting in the wings Afterward, Always. to also be like, oh, but also this, and also this, yeah, which was just a little too much. It was, it was a little too forced. To the point where all three of us, I think, I, I remember hearing you in the theater, Charlotte, go, "Well, is Alec Baldwin a bad guy?" <laughs> and and it was a genuinely yeah. Yeah. honest question yeah. because at, at one point it doesn't. E- I mean, bad guy point, is not even the right question. Too convoluted. They do too yeah. many. Mask taking off the mask, and again, it's a metaphor. But too many of the mask taking off <laughs> too quickly, too in, in too short of a squeezed in sequence yeah. of events. So yeah, and and they've never done that before. They really not that, packed not it this that much, time. not I, that much. I, I think one of the issues it, they're you know, having is less less is fewer is better, yeah. <laughs> or less, less or is less more. is more. Yeah. Less, is, less is better. Less is better if it's if it's more if it's more impactful. And I think Alex is hugging me right now. That's why I love him. We're oh, so gross. We're such a fan. We're adorable. All right. Well, uh, what do you say? In two, three, four years, we go back for Mission Impossible Seven. Uh, Heck yeah! Ha- hair fallout. <laughs> fallout. Oh man, the whole old joke came all the way around. I, I've been I've been keeping that one in my back pocket. Who's gonna be the, Who's gonna be the next? Uh, who's gonna be the next Jason Bourne? <laughs> Whatever his name is, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> what is it? Ethan Lane. <laughs> 
Nathan Lane? Well, no, they try Who's, to make Jeremy Renner the next What are you born? talking about? Well, I like Jeremy Renner this as the next podcast, is, we were wrapping up so beautifully. I, I great, know, gave a great joke. It's gone to hell in a handbasket. And, and what is Tom Mom Cruise's was doing the theme song. What is the Mission Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is an actual actor. Right. Anyway, yeah, your joke is good. All right. Go see Mission Impossible. You probably are. Oh, there we go. All right. Get a monkey. Get a monkey. Get a monkey. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.